Austin Peterson joins us again on the radio. How are you, Austin? Great to talk with you. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me on today, Tony and Aaron. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. So uh, real quick before we get into this discussion, uh, it's been probably since right before the uh, primary election that you and I have talked. Uh, I know you've been on the show with Mark and some others, but just for people who haven't heard, uh, what are you up to since the election? And uh, I, I know that you've been out, you know, doing a whole lot of running around, all jet-setting across the country, but just for folks that uh, haven't heard from you, what have you been doing since uh, election night? Yeah, I didn't want you guys to think I didn't love you anymore, ninety-seven-one. But I just—I <laughs> needed a little time off. Sure. Uh, so I, yeah, I've been hanging out with some old friends and uh, you know doing some freelance work. I—I I do a lot of contracting through my business for like consulting as well as producing. So I'm actually producing an election night special. Um, I just got a job for executive producer there, and uh, so I'll be producing an election night show in Columbia. Nice. I've also got my own podcast called The Freedom Report that uh, that I put out there on iTunes nice. and SoundCloud nice. and everywhere. So staying busy, you know, making some cash, and uh, this weekend I'll be in Los Angeles speaking at a, a conference called Politicon. It's kind of like a big cross-partisan gathering they have every year. So I'll be hanging out with uh, George Bush and Kathy Griffin, of all people. It's going to be kind of crazy, so <laughs> there's it should a, be fun. That's a cross, yeah. <laughs> you know, Aaron just looked at me and, like, said, Kathy Griffin? Like, did I hear yeah. that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. two diametrically opposed people, you, yeah. would, you, you would think, uh, at least. I, I don't know if I could stand to be in the, the same room as her. <laughs> She's been she's been forgiven. I mean, isn't that uh, not not that I meant to talk about Kathy Griffin, but but it's interesting um, the the hypocrisy of the media and of course the left, which we've seen on display so many times in in so many different uh, ways. But uh, you know she's uh, she's been forgiven for her sins and she's accepted uh... back in Hollywood, isn't she? Well, I like the religious reference because, like, the left is very much like a cult. You know, it's sort of like Scientology, <laughs> where they re- they recruit celebrities to go out there and to to put out a, a nice, yeah, well, to like put a nice face on it, right, in the mask. But it's mm-hmm. also very much of that sort of collectivist. Like, the left is like a Borg. You know, you will be yeah. assimilated. So, yeah. you know, if they can only cast Kathy Griffin out for a little while on a shuttle shuttle run until they finally have to re-assimilate her because, you know, she she does their bidding. She does what they say. She's one of those mindless automatons or drones. Or mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen – have you guys seen that new meme going around the Internet with a gray face called NPCs, non-player characters? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's like, like video game characters where they don't have their <laughs> own c- capability of critical thinking. They just, like, repeat whatever the left programs <laughs> – their brains it's hilarious <laughs> yeah absolutely i enjoyed the yeah. star trek reference for starters. oh yeah oh yeah 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 austin <laughs> and i austin and i once did a um a review of a star of the most recent star wars movie uh-huh. when he was uh on the weekend report a few months well, ago well like so. tony tony thought i was gonna walk in there and be all stuffy because i was suited up to do you know to look good <laughs> like a u.s senator you know i rock a little bit more casual wearing my camo jackets and piano tennis shoes these days but when i walked in there like last he's like so what do you want to talk about a little freedom or like weekend report kind of stuff and i'm like let's talk about star wars and he's kind of like bigger here you know i'm like all right you know. we did a full-blown review podcast we did yeah. a full-blown video Video uh, review of Star Wars. It was great. Yeah. All right. So yeah. yeah. So Austin can hang with that kind of stuff. It's really good. That's right. Um, so Austin, uh, one thing I, I wanted to ask you was, um, you know, during the election, the most recent one, the Senate election, 
you really were, in my opinion, uh, the strongest gun yeah. person I in. Agree. Yeah, and I know Aaron thinks that as well. Uh, the the strongest candidate when it came to gun rights, Second Amendment rights, and all of that stuff. Uh, what what are you able to do now after after the election? How are you continuing that fight for you know to yeah. make sure that we continue to have uh, the freedoms that we have in this country? Yeah, so I've been doing some information gathering, and sometimes you know, I have to search for things. Other things fall in my lap, and this story actually fell in my lap the other day. I live in Kansas City downtown, and I saw that Kansas City is fifth in murder and term per capita in the United States. Um, St. Louis, I think, might be the first, by the way. You might want to watch out. Well, yeah, okay. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Chicago, probably, you know, Chirac, they call it, and then, you know, St. Louis is probably two. Right. But I, li- I, li- I live in a... I live in a pretty dangerous city, but thankfully the city is encapsulated by a conservative state, which is which is Missouri, and we've mm-hmm. got not only open carry, we've got permaless concealed carry. So I, you know, in my own inner circle, I like to encourage my friends, even my liberal friends. I mean, my liberal friend who gets triggered by everything, she she saw a dude get shot and murdered at her place of work here in Kansas City. Wow. So even even she has been convinced of you know that you know hey yeah guns are dangerous and scary, but sure as hell I'd rather have one than not. Right. If you know if things go down. So I'm actually starting a Republican Liberty Caucus um, here in Kansas City, just a small group of people for us to have a little power base of activism, because you know that, you know, the mayor of Kansas City and, the, you know, the Democrats who run this town are not going to be friendly to those gun rights. But I do plan on doing some activism using that group here very soon. I think that it's important for us to, you know, to, to understand a sense of perspective. You know, if we want to change other people's minds on these kinds of topics, it, you know, it's fun for me to, like, you know, flash my 1911 on my hip like a badass walking into a bar if it's legal but 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 frankly i like the idea like giving people a sense of calm you know if i if i get to know somebody and i I feel like they're anti-gun you know maybe let them know that hey you know i'm caring and obviously i'm not a threat and i actually you know what i just got out of a vape shop so like a lot of libertarians i vape and i also wear fedoras (laughs) unironically so I saw this guy, this guy and we're at uh, at this vape shop, and he had this uh, little sign about you know how he carries and stuff. His little you know joke statement about being uh, ready to defend yourself. And he's kind of like, yeah, he's like, we do carry here. He's like, but I just really am, I don't like the idea that I have to carry something so dangerous. Blah blah blah. And I go, I just look him in the eyes, and I go, you know what, man. I understand that feeling. Like it is, you do have with a gun comes responsibility. Um, but I go. Here's the thing. You may once in your life, and I hope you never do. You may have once in your life an opportunity to be a hero. I go. Mm. And frankly, if if that situation ever comes, sometimes the choice is very often the choice is to be a, between being a hero or being dead. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'd, love, I'd much rather be a hero than be dead. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I and, agree. Yeah, and, and even. Not even just a hero, but just be a protector of yeah. of your of you know mm-hmm. your friends and your family and your children. You know, just to know yeah. that you have that that you can protect yeah. them. And, you know, if something really bad goes down, for me, it's that peace of mind that's absolutely priceless. Yeah, I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six. Yeah, yeah. Well, well said. All right, hold on. What caliber is your four or your nineteen eleven? 1911 is in 45 ACP, okay. standard U.S. Army, and my, my brand-new little gun I'm so excited about. I actually got it from Liberty Tree Guns down in Carthage, Missouri. It's a giveaway. But I won the brand-new SIG 365. It's yeah. the one that's, yeah, that's 9 millimeter, but it carries up to 13 rounds. Yeah. Oh, man, beautiful. Um, uh, tri- the sights on there are tritium sights, right? 
Um, so it's got pretty nice little night vision on there. It comes up with it's it's very small, micro compact. Um, so I'm really excited to get it out to the range here pretty soon. I haven't tested it yet, but uh, yeah, I, I conceal and I think everybody should just if you know. I mean, not everybody. If you if you <laughs> if you're Kathy Griffin, right? If you're if, or if you're drinking yeah, alcohol in the bar, yeah. Yeah, be, anybody who, who thinks they should, who can who protect themselves, should, I think. Right. Well, next time you're in the St. Louis area, make sure you stop by Southern Armory, go in, see Aaron. If you happen to be there in the next couple of weeks, right now it's Glocktober, Austin. Yeah, it's Glocktober yeah. at Southern Armory. So, you we, know, you got to get out there and, and take we, advantage and, of it. And we buy used guns. So, yeah, you know. Nice. Buy, buy feel, sell, trade. Feel free. Uh, nice. Uh, you know, I wanted to uh, talk to you about. Uh, this uh, upcoming election a little bit, you know, these some of these gun issues have sort of been on the back burner lately, and we haven't heard a lot of people talking about them. And I feel like maybe that has lulled some people into a false sense of security. How how certain are you that if the Democrats are able to take the House, possibly the Senate, that they will go after, you know, we had the thing... We had the big issue about bump stocks right after yeah. the, the the thing in Vegas. We heard a lot of stuff about uh, suppressors right after the thing in Vegas as well. How long until these Democrats start to go after gun rights if they are able to take power in this and, next election? And then my follow-up to that would be, you know, Claire McCaskill has that video that she doesn't want anybody to see come out where she's talking about yeah, the taking NRA, away right, the right. Second Amendment rights. So do you, you know, kind of attached to that is do you think what she is saying – is uh, just uh, political gout. Would that be gate? <laughs> sure. You know? Yeah, I, I just, like, I'm a bit of a cynic, and I, I'm not jaded, but here's the problem, guys. We're kind of screwed either way when it comes to this issue, okay. simply because simply because no matter who wins, nobody's ever been friendly to the concept of bun, bump stocks. Mm-hmm. Like, you just don't, you're not going to get a politician who's for that. Most of them don't know what the hell bump stocks or bump firing right. are anyway. And, and and besides, bump stocks are only they only exist because we have a regulation on firearms. So as Correct. soon as you regulate that, you're going to create a you're going to have an unintended consequences of some other you know type of firearm that's going to get caught up in that mix, and we're going to have a pop up a problem on our hands. Mm-hmm. You know the the you know Ronald Reagan what gave us what the 1986 gun control bill, the one no more machine guns manufactured yeah, the- after night. Yeah, you know, so so like the, the friends of freedom on this issue are few and far between. So, uh, yeah, the problem with the Claire McCaskill video is this, is that, you know what, she said what she believes. She, that's, she said how she voted. I mean, right. even she came out in an interview and said yesterday, that's like that's not really a gotcha moment because I voted for that kind of legislation. I mean, I tried to tell people that in the primary, but then, of course, you know, my chief Republican opponent at the time who went on to win, he agrees with her on that issue. So, you know, I'm a little upset. Guys, I mean, I yeah. love them again, but but nobody nobody seems as much as we do. Nobody seems to to have the sort of intrinsic understanding of what self defense means. When somebody says, "I believe in the Second Amendment," but just right. just tell, right. tell them to sh- just sh- just stop right there, just stop right there. Okay? You know, I, because to you know, to that point, Austin, to that exact point, uh, there was a. I was going to bring this up with Aaron in the next segment, but we'll just uh, do it now. Uh, there was an article written by Kesha, the pop singer of all people, um, recently where she goes on a rant about gun control and she basically tears apart everything except uh, hunting rifles. 
And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that people in the world are listening to Kesha, but I think it illustrates a larger point that there are so many people in the media and entertainment that, in my opinion, are sowing these seeds in the in, a, in the younger generation yep. that guns are bad. And so how is yeah. it? And, and well, the, the, Go ahead, go ahead. I know, I understand that. I'm not going to talk smack about Kesha because she's going to be my wife, but... Um, <laughs> but who who is know, this Kesha you, person? She's a pop yes, star, don't worry about don't it. Don't stop, right. don't stop TikTok. Yeah, there you, you know, go. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, all right, so, anyway, so, uh, no, no. Um, you got but it. Then when, but, but look at Kanye West, for example. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, Ann Coulter one time got in big trouble because she made this statement where she said, our blacks are better than their blacks. And, it, you know, if you're good, you can't equivocate, right? Yeah, our celebrities are better than their celebrities. Like mm. what, 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 what Kanye West said in his rant um, at the president, even though some of it was unintelligible, was absolutely true. He was, he was conditioned to believe a certain way, and he was conditioned to talk and act a certain way. This goes back to that NPC meme that I was doing. You know, people like Taylor Swift, I'm, I bet she felt bullied. She probably felt bullied into supporting that kind of a point of view, whereas with conservatives and libertarians, our base philosophy, is don't tread on me, leave me alone. But yeah. with collectivists and social democrats, their entire philosophy is they have to control every single aspect of your life, everything that you do, the caliber of your gun, right? Where it can be with 100 feet of this and this and there. Like they love the inanities of controlling every single aspect of our elections, or excuse me, of our lives, and, and therefore our body politic. But, but you know, in terms of like our, the celebrities, like people like Kanye West and stuff, I don't really listen to them, but I like yeah. entertainment. You know, I like music and stuff. So when I do see somebody going off the reservation like Kanye, getting out there blasting Democrats, sure, I'm going to laugh. But you know what? It's about ideas for me. It's not about parties. So if somebody's supporting the right ideas, then I'm going to give them support. If somebody's supporting stupid ideas, then I'm going to say, hey, go to hell. I like your music, but I, you know, you're a funny comedian. But shut up, Patton Oswald, you right. stupid nerd. Like, I, don't give a, I don't give a damn what Chelsea Handler has to say about politics. You know, Kanye's not going to give me a lecture on Austrian economics anytime soon, but I'm going to listen to his music. I'm going to pump it up and get my drink on on Saturday night and, and wear a MAGA cap and on your, uh, you know, don't tread on ye. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you, this, I got to see that photo. This Senate election, obviously, you were closer to it than most. Uh, what are you? A little. Have you? Yeah. Uh, have you? Are you? Are you able to support the Republican candidate? Are you just kind of staying out of it at this point? Like, what are your thoughts on the Missouri Senate race? Because there's no doubt that it is a it is a national yeah, race. We're getting attention. Yeah. From all across the country, from the very top of both political parties, uh, everybody's in on this. Where do you? Where does Austin Peterson stand? Well, you know, Mike Tyson once famously said, "Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face." So I'm kind of <laughs> true. I, I, I'm not. I'm not staying out of it. I'm just hanging back to see if anybody says anything stupid. Yeah. Because you know, it all. Remember last time somebody said something really dumb two weeks before the end, and then all of a sudden, like Roy Blunt and everybody had to throw him under the bus, and then they're, they're all fighting with each other, and it's yeah. kind of like you got egg on your face. So I'm waiting, and I think I've earned that privilege, that right. You know, like that, nobody's really strongly courted me to. Try Try and try and get my overt support other than the local candidates. So what I say is this: yeah. I know that the, I know that the top of the ticket, if it does well, that's going to help the faces, that, the names and faces that I really care about so very much. People like Sondra McDowell. That's an important race. That's yes. the very auditor race. You yes. got people like you got people like Tony Lavasco and Adam Jennings and, and Dottie Bailey out there in St. Louis and down in Southwest Missouri and Neosho. You've got Ben Baker and Dirk Deaton. I can't tell you how many wonderful conservatives I've met in the last year. 
So, I, you know, I may not be super excited about the Senate race. I'm kind of watching on the side. But on the local race, what's going to happen here in Missouri is we're going to get a freshman uh, a slate of legislators that are good conservatives, good constitutional conservatives and liberty Republicans. So in a way, I have to wish Josh well and hope that he does well because I want them to do well as well. Uh, but mm-hmm. as for, you know, what I, who I'm going to say I'm supporting loudly or proudly, you know, I may tell you that the day before, the day of, or the day after. I haven't decided yet. But right now, that's a wait-and-see moment. But I am trying to help our good Republicans in this state because I don't want to live under Democrat rule, yeah. and I do not yeah. want a red – I do not want a blue wave. Yeah. Now, are, are you going to run for a uh, national Republican – or national Republican – national uh, representative seat or uh, going to stay maybe a Senate seat or Republican – or uh, – uh, yeah, what's so, what's so, the, what's the future? To, He's to asking state, what's the state future or federal? for yeah. state or federal? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll just say this. Like, so you know, the last people who should be entrusted with power are people who really want it. Yeah. Um, and and I'll just say that, like, maybe that's why I think I would have been a good rep or a senator because I really don't want to do that, and uh, it is a terrible, horrible thing to do to be submitted to that kind of scrutiny all the time. Like I said earlier before the show. You know, I feel like I got out of jail, and you are in jail, right? You're yeah. in prison to, to be, you know, you have to behave in a certain way to represent other people. Well, now since I don't have to represent other people, I sort of enjoy that freedom. You know, I may never run for office ever again. You know, I may go make my money and live on an island somewhere. I'm okay with that because, you know, who's, <laughs> who, right. who, who's really fit to govern? But um, I'll keep an eye open, and if, if it's the right thing, I'll do it. But if, for now, I think it's best if I focus local, focus on our state reps who are running out, out yeah. here in Missouri, and try and turn back the tide of statism, brother. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought up Sandra McDowell. Uh, I've had her on the Weekend Report a couple of times, and that uh, state auditor race is so important, particularly with that clean Missouri uh, amendment on the ballot this year that people really need to. We don't have time to get into it now, but people really need to understand how important it is to vote no on Amendment 1 and stop clean Missouri. And your safety net to stopping that is to uh, vote for Senator Sandra McDowell because if it does pass, then the state auditor is the one in charge of uh, of Amendment 1, and at least uh, Sandra would be better than the Democrat Nicole Galloway, the incumbent, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, yeah. that is. Well, Missouri, Missouri's kind of bonker politics because you'll get like, you know, strong conservative state, and then they'll turn around and vote for something like right to work, which is so non-conservative. You know, like you still kind of got the old, you know, Truman Democrat types that are like socially conservative, but they yep. vote for they vote for the Democrats because they're historic ties to the union, and maybe they're okay with the Second Amendment, but they're not so okay with bump stocks. You know, just you get a lot of that kind of moderate stuff here. That's how you get Claire McCaskill's in Missouri. Yeah. Um, you know, at least put somebody who's who's really good at playing the moderate. Then when they get to D.C., they do the opposite. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm excited about marijuana this this fall. I, I'd like to see Prop Two passed. That'd be good for Missouri. I think that'd be good yes. for patients. Here in Missouri, I think that'd be good for Amen. freedom. Amen. And that's uh, the medical yeah. marijuana or yep. recreational. Medical. Yep. Okay. Well, yep. it's medical. It's medical, but we'll get recreational. That'll come. Yeah, and, we'll get there. Uh, the, you know, what bothers me there, of course, is that people are like, oh, well, you can't have your guns, and then I just kind of want to be like, oh, okay, well, then if you if you drink alcohol, maybe we should take your guns too. Right. You know, that's right. illegal. That's a legal product. But that's the, hand on a bottle of Jack. That's coming down on the the federal side. I think we've actually talked about that on the show. Is, you know, it's federally illegal, so therefore it's a disqualifier that was uh, right. held up by the appellate court. But uh, I think I read something about Trump 
willing to negotiate on the the and, marijuana, and, and he certainly hasn't tried to prosecute it. Like he's yeah. just yeah, let he's it, been, he's just he's yeah. not cared about it one bit. Austin, uh, we are completely out of time. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Austin. We'll talk to you again really soon. Uh, hopefully, we get to work together a little bit on election night. I know you've got a lot going on. Obviously, we'll be here uh, covering election night live on FM News Talk ninety seven one. Uh, one more time before we hang up the phone, uh, if people want to follow you and all your new endeavors, what are the best websites, social media, all of that to keep up with Austin Peterson? Well, obviously, you can always hit me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at AP4Liberty. That's AP, not the number four, Liberty. If you want to get my comments and op- uh, op-eds and audit- editorials, that's thelibertarianrepublic.com. And the Freedom Report podcast exists on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Just the Freedom Report with Austin Peterson. Thanks so much, guys. Awesome. Right. Thanks, Just Austin. liked you on Facebook. So Yeah, we'll talk, yeah to you. Thank you. we'll talk to you again real soon. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. All right. Austin Peterson, he's a, he's a ball of energy, isn't he? He's 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 a, he's a new dude. <laughs> he's a he is a warrior for gun rights, though, and that's uh, definitely why I wanted to get him on the show today. We need to take a quick break. More Second Amendment radio. Going to get to some of your questions. Don't go anywhere.